No. Well, he came out and did some stuff. He's coming along. We'll progress it during the week. Todd, do you envision Ryan Jensen being uh, put on the active roster by Monday's game? Uh, we'll see how he is at the end of the week. Uh, he's coming along. He's practicing hard, so we'll see where he is. He's got some tests to pass. How much was Robert Hansen able to do today? He was limited. Coach, what's the one thing that you struggled at this year that you really have to improve to have a chance of winning Monday night? I don't think there was one thing. I think there were different things. We just have to play clean football, and we have to execute. How do you evaluate Jensen if he's not able to have contact where he's at if the first contact would be in a playoff game? Well, you work on his movement first. You work on all his movement, and then you progress to that point and see where he is. He's not at that point yet. He's having some contact, but... You know, until you turn it up more and see exactly where he is right now, it's just still a stage as a beginning. It's different for him being, being an offensive lineman because you don't rotate offensive linemen typically. Like when Vita Vea came back from his injury in 2020, he was part of a D-line rotation where he played a limited number of snaps. But if Jensen's going to be active for you, I would assume he would either be uh, you know, an emergency backup type player on Monday night or if he's truly ready to go, he's got to be able to go 60, 70 snaps, right? Well, he's progressing right now. Like I said, when we get to that point, we'll deal with it. Right now, he's progressing. Nothing's changed from last week. Is Nick still your backup center at this point? Uh, we'll see how he feels at the end of the week as well. It looks like you have a number of your DBs back. Carlton Davis practiced for the first time since suffering that shoulder injury against Carolina. How much, or, sorry, against Arizona. How much was he able to do today? He's good to go. Yeah, he's got a sore leg. Coach, Michael Parsons lines up in so many different places. Is it hard to keep track of him? It's extremely hard. They do a good job of disguising. You know, it's bad enough when he lines up in one place, but when he moves around on you, uh, you got to know where he is at all times. He's a game breaker. Coach Bowles, turnovers are, of course, very important in any game, just having getting takeaways. Are you encouraged by your defense trending in that direction, getting more turnovers in the past couple games heading into the postseason, just knowing how much everything is just amplified at this point? Well, hopefully they keep coming. You know, we had a big drought in the middle of the season, and they've been coming of late. So if that continues on Monday, we got a good chance. Coach, when Chris Godwin played in week one against the Cowboys, you know, he was coming off of you know, rehab from the ACL injury and everything, and he got injured in that game. He was able to play a little bit. Um, so moving to this playoff game here, is it just a completely different version of Chris Godwin now from week one to this game? Well, he's a lot healthier. You know, he played in game one, but he wasn't all the way healthy. But he's a lot healthier now. He's got practice under his belt. He's been running routes every day. So he's a little more seasoned than he was in week one. So hopefully that carries over. The Cowboys have one of the best uh, rushing red zone defenses in the league. They've surrendered very few touchdowns there. What makes them so good at being able to defend the run in the red zone with those goal line situations? Well, they get after it. You know, they have a couple of different looks down there that's hard to block. So we really got to concentrate and make sure we get a hat on the hat when we get down there. Cowboys made a run at their own division title there late in the season. But was there a time in the season where you kind of figured this game was a foregone conclusion? No game was a foregone conclusion, so we practiced till the end, we played till the end, and we played what they put in front of us. You could have eight or nine guys 
playing active on Monday you didn't have in Atlanta. With that many people coming back, do you worry about does the communication part of that come back pretty well usually? Communication part of it is pretty good. I mean, they've been in all the meetings and everything, so that should continue. Now, we look back at the uh, Dallas game from week one. You got to uh, Dak quite a bit, uh, pressured and sacked. How much did that disrupt their offense, and, and is that something that you look back at as, as you have to do again? Well, you always want to get to the quarterback, but it always helps when you play with the lead. You know, it depends on how the game's going and who we need to help and how's it, how they're attacking us, how we try to attack them. So it, it's all relative. I think week one was a long time ago. I think it's different. Any team wants to get to the quarterback defensively, so hopefully we can get in position to do that. They run the ball very well. They throw it very well. So, you know, it's going to be a tough game. It's hard to beat teams twice in the same season. You did that with New Orleans, you the Panthers, and Falcons, you split. You're seeing Dallas for the second time now, and it's at the polar opposite ends of the season, week one and now. As a coach and as a play caller, uh, how much do you try to go back and see what worked in week one and maybe try that again until they stop it or, or have a counter for it? How much of it do you really have to go in with, with newer, fresher ideas with them expecting? What, what you threw at them in week one? Well, the first thing you got to do is see what our team can do. It has nothing to do with them. What we're good at at this point, we're different than we were in week one as well. So we have to make sure we're doing things we can do to play fast as opposed to what they can do to cause us to do different things. And then we'll look at certain things that they can do or they have done. But they're talented everywhere. You can't cheat anything or any defense. You got to play them honest and you got to play them fundamentally sound and you got to try to make plays. Oh, they're very dynamic. I mean, he's quicker than Zeke, but Zeke is still powerful and plays the game very well. But Pollard can be a wide out. He can be a running back. You see a lot more of him than you did in week one. Obviously, it was the beginning stages at that time, but he's a game wrecker. Mike Evans said that he expected you know, to get some shadowing from Trayvon Diggs. What makes Diggs such a, a difficult uh, cornerback to go up against? And, and just can you talk a little bit more about that matchup? Well, he's long, you know, he's very fast. He's got excellent ball skills. He's a very instinctive player. Not many corners can see the ball like he can see it and still see the receiver at the same time. Uh, he has a very good knack of seeing when the quarterback's setting up and breaking before the receiver breaks. And I think that that's, that takes a skill set to do. You know, that takes a long time. He's got it. Uh, he gets a lot of picks that way. And he's a very talented player, so it's going to be a good matchup. Conversely, with your own cornerback, Carlton Davis, coming back off of an injury now, he typically is your left cornerback, but we've seen him in the Bengals game, uh, you know, trail uh, Jamar Chase wherever he went and, and really kind of play that cat coverage. What, in your mind, makes Carlton Davis, uh, from a game plan standpoint, without telling us what you're going to do, say, yeah, in this game, we want you to trail their number one wide receiver, as opposed to just playing left cornerback like, like he typically does? What's the determining factor? Well, there's many. Obviously, there's schematically, there's who else are advantages or disadvantages for us as far as how we play. It's not just about Carlton. So he can't go match up, and then other guys can't, and we can't play the run. So it, it all depends on schematically what we're trying to stop and what we're trying to do that'll see whether we match up or not. Season at 32, had a lot of tackles. What do you make of his age, the contributions he was able to make this year? 
a true professional. You know, he came back. He worked out every day. Uh, he kept his body good. He kept his legs fresh. You know, he did all the right things. Paroli did a great job with him this year in the weight room, and we did a good job monitoring him, seeing, making sure he doesn't overdo it. You know, you got to protect him from himself sometimes because he tries to go nonstop. But it's a credit to him and how hungry he is and how much he loves to play the game. Todd, you have experience as a player in the playoffs. You have experience as a coordinator in the playoffs. But as a head coach, this is your first go at it uh, in the postseason. Has there been anything for you specifically different in terms of preparation and understanding there's still Friday and Saturday? Um, anything different for you as you head into this week? No, not at this point. I mean, I've been to playoffs as an assistant coach. So it's a, it's a true Wednesday for us, even though it's a Thursday. We're going to carry out the week normally. There's a build up to the game. You don't get ready for it today or tomorrow. You kind of take it day by day, and, and you head towards Monday. You've had, uh, obviously had to deal with a lot of injuries on defense this year. Uh, now you guys got, uh, got the guys back. But can you talk about just the, the resiliency of, of this defense and the progress that they've made over the season, have fighting through you know, multiple losses, including Shaq Barrett, who's gone for the year, obviously. But what they've been able to achieve, especially in the last maybe four or five games. We play with a lot of guys, you know, and it helped us to play with them last year. So these guys got valuable experience, and we don't expect anything to let down if somebody gets hurt. They may be a different type of player, but these guys have done a great job between Delaney's coming for some plays, O'Connor's played a lot. We had a lot of guys to come in and play. They got some valuable experience, so if something happens, it's not a hesitancy to put those guys in there. You can go in and play with almost – two guys deep and not worry about it as opposed to playing with about 14 or 15 guys with usual substitutions. So those guys deserve a lot of credit. How good is this group playing going into this playoff game? We can play better. I mean, we can play better. We have spurts where we play well. We have spurts where we need to play better. Do you get the sense of the urgency? After the last game, Todd, I mean, uh, Tom said, there's no, there's no second chances now. Do you get the feeling, the vibe of your team, that they realize it? Is it a little different this week, you feel? Oh, it's different because it's win or go home. You, you can't get up next Sunday if you lose this ball game and say, well, we can get it back next week and get better. So it's win or go home. There's urgency all over with every playoff team. Donovan Smith came back for, for week 17 um, against the Panthers and then didn't see him this past week. Um, how, is, how is that foot feeling for him? It's feeling better. It's feeling a lot better. So the first Cowboys game, you guys moved the ball well, but the came away with field goals the first four times you scored. How crucial is red zone execution on Monday? Well, it's big, like you said. They're, they're number one in the league in red zone defense, so it's huge to get seven instead of three. You get three against these guys. They're so explosive on offense, they can make you pay for it, and it won't mean anything. So seven points would be a lot better. Coach, playing Monday night, advantage, disadvantage, or it just is what it is? It is what it is. We played on Monday night. Uh, during the season, so they have two, so it's not a big deal. We're the only game in town, but you're the only game in town on every Monday night. This happens to be a playoff game. From a defensive standpoint, when you have a team that suddenly has that, that threat that, of that downfield pass like you guys showed against Carolina with those those uh, three touchdowns of 30-plus yards, what, what does that do for a defense when you know, you're expecting to key in on the run and then all of a sudden it, that ball's flying over your head like that? If you can score fast and you can score over the top, you know, hopefully it loosens people up when they play defense and it goes over the top. And, you know, against Carolina, we had some success there and we opened it up some. So hopefully at least we made people aware of it. Good. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks. 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 Thanks.
Concentration puts a lot of time in, and he has a good. Um, you know, you've seen every defense, and he reps it. He, I mean, he did this 20 years ago. You know, as a rookie quarterback and winning a Super Bowl. So he just his preparation, his life experience, is his life, and uh, he's good in those moments because he's good every day. So um, if it's best of one um, in football, I'll take Tom Brady to be the quarterback, and our defense we're gonna go out there and play and see how we do. Your secondary has missed a combined 27 games this year. How different does it feel when you have everybody out there? It seems like the confidence of this defense skyrockets when you've got all those guys on the back end. Yeah, it helps to have all your starters out there at one time and it allows us to run our full package and, and have guys in their spots. We've been in, in preseason and in camp and just have our reps of having our best players out there. So. We're happy that we're healthy right now. This is the biggest game of the year. We're happy to have everyone out there. And this was for you. Like you, you hurt your foot. You took that time away, just just with the hope that you guys could get out into the postseason. That that you guys could have the opportunity to compete for a championship. How gratifying is that to be able to to get this far? It's going according to plan. I feel great. Um, you know, I put a screw in the foot. It took six weeks. I wish I could have came back sooner, but the screw wouldn't allow it. And I uh, came back on time. Um, to get some reps in and to help our team make to the playoffs. And now here's the time we make the push to um, to beat Dallas and then we'll take it from there. Screw, huh? Wow. Oh, in the stadium during the playoffs, man, I'm excited for Monday night. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be rocking. It's electric. You look back at the game well, in week one, a lot of your success was the fact that you pressured Dak. You sacked him a few times too, but but you put a lot of pressure and disrupted him and, and uh, kind of threw everything off the ball. How, how key is that in a game like this? Stop the run, get to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. The main things that we got to do on defense, uh, take opportunities when they come to us. Got to get to him, got to stop the run first, get to him, get those uh, tip, tips and overthrows, got to have those, all of that good stuff, man. It's, it's part of the game plan. I can't give too much out. <laughs> and they've been a team that's been turning over quite a bit in the last seven games. I think they have 16 mm -hmm. turnovers. Uh, you look at this as an opportunity to, to kind of keep that going. Can't uh, can't try to predict the future, but if we do get an opportunity to get the ball, we got to take it. Peanut punch. How big is that? Tillman. Yeah. Hey, he's one of the guys who always said too. Once you get two years in, you master your craft, right? Yeah. You got to get 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 after the ball. So that's what defenses are good for. Hey, Mr. Lager, I did not see that over there. Yesterday, Coach Foot was saying, at this point in the playoffs, every first down feels like points. Mm. And speaking to just how everything is amplified, do you agree and do you have any sort of point of reference that would coincide with that? Like a turnover feels like three touchdowns. <laughs> uh, well, it's a game of inches for sure. Um, the closer they get to that field, because each and every single point matters because I think the games always come down to three to two points, right? So you stop it from getting the field goal range, it feels like you a little breath of fresh air. But um, I don't know. I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried about getting those points of emphasis that Coach Bowles gave us today. As long as we execute on those, I think we'll be all right. What point in the season did you kind of sense that it was probably going to be Dallas if you guys met week one or of the playoffs? Sure, after we played Atlanta. I don't, I don't, I know it might sound crazy. I don't look at none of that stuff. <laughs> I try not to because you get, go down the rabbit hole looking at all that stuff. No rabbit holes? Nope. What's the advantage of playing somebody twice, even though it's like 17 minutes apart in your positions? I think it's going to be the same level of excitement for us to play them as them to play us because I, I feel like they had some good points when they played us, some good plays, and we capitalized on some good plays as well. So it's going to be a phenomenal battle when it comes to, for me, I like thinking about the run game. I think it's going to be a phenomenal battle from what they know. And they can mix it up. They got the oh, speed, yeah, they got yeah. the banger. Ooh, right? We got, we got 20 and 21. Got thunder and lightning out there.
Will, you and Levante have been here the longest. Mm -hmm. Can you appreciate these opportunities for what you had to wait to get them uh, when they come? Most definitely. Uh, to be able to put the work in and then make it to the postseason and then have the opportunity to keep continue to play when it's in your own hands is a huge thing. Well, when, when you play another team, like in the yeah. division, sometimes those games are a couple weeks apart. The Cowboys game, that was back in week one. These two teams have changed quite a bit, right? Definitely. You know, since then. So how much can film study and, and looking back on what happened in week one matter or not matter in this game? Well, if you think about it as well, you think about the Copycat League, right? Yeah. So they had plays that worked against us, so I would assume they're going to run those same plays. And they had plays that's been working tremendously for them since they played yeah. as well. So yeah, look at those, too. Uh, and then their offensive line kind of shuffled up a little yeah. bit. But they've been playing well. So I think I think it'll help us. Uh, I think we can't look too far into that. we got to play with some runners, and then we'll look from there. Are you surprised in their performance or lack thereof against Washington the last week? Not necessarily. Like I say, they, that's their division. Mm -hmm. You play them twice, yeah. so you can really scheme a, scheme a team up because they're going to run the plays that's successful on them. Same thing that we would get from our, our division. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it, One dimension uh, I feel like we just got to keep sticking with it. Uh, of course, it's going to be tough. Dallas is a good team, but uh, just keep sticking with it. Uh, we trusting our linemen. Everybody trusting each other. And, you know, we just got to keep fighting, which I believe we're going to do. What have you seen in Dallas now that is different and perhaps improved from what you saw in week one? Uh, honestly, you could just tell. Um, obviously, as the year go on, they got better. They got better together. Um, and they just got a lot of good players, uh, a lot of good ones. You got Micah, uh, Lawrence. Uh, you got a good guys on their defense and things like that. So we're just trying to take advantage of, you know, their weaknesses and, and just go from there. Sean, you're getting ready to play in your first NFL playoff game as a rookie. What, what's that experience going to be like for you? What's going through your mind? Uh, I mean, right now, I don't really know. You know, it ain't really hit me yet, uh, really. Um, you know, we've just been practicing. I've just been focused on doing my job and getting better each day. But I'm pretty sure um, when it comes to that environment out there Monday, uh, yeah, it'll probably all sink in and, and hit me. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be electric. This is a stage that a lot of guys in this locker room have been on, kind of um, leaning on them a little bit for some advice as just how to handle the playoff pressure. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, I've been leaning on a bunch of guys, but uh, at the end of the day, they all believe in, believe in me. Uh, I believe in them. Um, and, you know, I just got to go out there and do my job. Uh, yeah, it's a big game. It's a playoff game. Obviously, uh, you you win. Obviously, you keep going. You lose. You you go home. But I'm just going out there, keep doing my job, and give everything I got. You glad it's good in Dallas to start? Um, I mean, honestly, I just believe in this team. So we really didn't care who, who it would be against. Rashad, do you feel like there's – um, a lot of veteran leadership in this locker room in regards to playoff experience that if you wanted to ask them what it's like, you have a lot of guys to, to lean on? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, obviously, uh, we got a bunch of guys, like you said, that have been on this level before. Uh, a bunch of guys in our locker room who has, you know, won, won the big game. But, yes, uh, I say you lean on them a lot, especially as a rookie. Um, and, like you said, going into my first playoff game, uh, you just lean on them, pick their brains, things like that, to just be fully prepared at the moment. Michael Parsons, Parsons lines up all over the place. As a running back, sometimes you're going to have to keep him off your off the quarterback. Talk about how you deal with that. <laughs> Uh, honestly, you know, Micah is a great player, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I just going out there to do my job. At the end of the day, it's all heart. Uh, you, like you said, you know what you got to do. You know what he brings to the table, and you got to uh, match that energy and go above uh, what he goes. Is there a sense of comfortability getting able to play this first playoff game for you on uh, your home field? 
Uh, of course, uh, it's a sense of comfortability playing at home, I'll say for sure. Uh, way different than obviously if, if it was to be on the road, but um, at the end of the day, uh, like I said, we just, I just, you know, just ready for the moment. Um, I'm just grateful to be in this moment. Uh, I talked to a lot of vets and a lot of guys in the locker room. I even talked to Jason, um, and you know, I know, I understand it's a lot of guys that, and their career hasn't made the playoffs. And uh, I'm just grateful to have this moment, and I'm gonna do everything I can to cherish it. Rashad, a lot of people talk about the differences between week one and now. How do you feel like you've grown since week one? Um, honestly, I feel like I've grown a lot, um, and that's kind of how it goes over time, over the season. Uh, you know, just as as uh, as as more reps that you get, um, you just kind of grow as a player. Uh, your confidence, and then just understanding the game, and everything starts slowing down and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure this game gonna be fast because everybody knows what's at stake. Everybody knows what's on the line. But at the end of the day, I just gotta slow it down and keep going. You feel like the game has slowed down for you? Yeah, yes, for sure. Mike is a big uh, social media guy. Do you follow him at all? Uh, no, I don't follow a lot of people on social media now. He, he was talking a lot after uh, Leonard. Put a few licks on him in that week one, kind of went at him. Uh, did you see any of that? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, in the running back room and things like that, uh, we go over things. Uh, we big on chipping, helping out our, our offensive line, our tackles when we can. So, I mean, of course, we're going to be looking to do that uh, again a lot this week. Like I said, we know what Michael brings to the table as well as Demarcus, you know. So, um, we're just looking forward to the opportunity. So, Leonard had a good lick on him, would you say? Good block? <laughs> yeah, it was a good chip for sure. It was a good chip. It helped out Smitty and um, honestly, it just keeps him aware that, you know, the running back is there to help sometimes. So, you know, he gonna, it makes him go inside or it, it just make the block easier for our tackles. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. No problem. Uh, more turnovers as we head into the postseason. Are you encouraged about the, the direction <coughs> you guys are headed in that regard, just knowing that turnovers are even more important in the postseason? Yeah, because that's really going to separate most teams is turnovers because now it's, everything is neck up. So, oh, my bad. So everything is neck up, so it's all about like creating turnovers and getting short field for the offense. Do you remember how important that was for you guys in the, in the Super Bowl run, just how many you guys were able to get, and also points off of turnovers, too? Oh, it made for, for I remember it was very important because we was always preaching, like, we need three turnovers in this game. Then we got one, two more. If we get two more, we're going to win. Then we ended up getting like three turnovers, and then we just ended up winning. So I guess like three was like the lucky number for us in that year. You guys have the one pick six. Mike Edwards has the one. Is there any chatter, you know, amongst the DBs? Like, we need another pick six. Like, let's get some points for our defense. You know, it's always like, it's always a chatter. Like, we gonna get the next interception or the next pick six. Yeah, we gotta like manifest it. Jamel, when you watch Dak on the tape these last few games, what do you see? I mean, I just see him like just. He, granted, audience says it wasn't his fault. But you know he's like he's being kept. He's he's been he's actually protecting the football, but he just just stuff just happens. <laughs> so you know like he you know he like he's he's running the offense pretty good. So you can't knock him for the interception because he's still putting up points. Thanks, Jamal. Thank you.